Good night and go blue. Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe, that means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. And you know what that means? Do you know what that means? It means this. Here we go. See the snowflakes falling And hear the sleigh bells calling It's Christmas in Ann Arbor once again Happy songs the folks are humming Cause Santa Claus is coming Everyone you meet is suddenly your friend Suddenly we're all friends and it's Christmas in Ann Arbor. Actually, it's December 20th, but close enough. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. And we're going to talk about Christmas traditions in the only three countries that matter, Jamaica, Sweden, and Iceland. The Ewa lads are going to be coming around. They're going to be stealing your food, and we're going to talk about that very soon. I don't really have any tips on how to prevent that from happening, but we will tell you who who the Ewa lads are from from Iceland, and there will be more information in that regard. But in the meantime, let's get festive and classical or something. What do you think?
Happy New Year. Wait, no. It's the 20th. It's Christmas in Ann Arbor. It's New Year's Day, and it's confusing. It's the holidays. It must be confusing. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. That was the Polish Muslims from Hamtramck and their Yuletide Rock Opera Act Number 1. Now, some Christmas traditions in Sweden, first of all. On Christmas Eve at 3 p.m. Swedish time, a big chunk of Sweden stops everything and watches a Walt Disney special called From All of Us to All of You, or Fra Ale Os Til Arjer, I hope. Starring Donald Duck, who is actually a lot more popular in Sweden than Mickey Mouse is. Donald Duck they call Kale Anka, which is funny because if you punch in a translation for Kale separately, it translates as skull. Skull duck? Skull duckery, anyone? <laughs> yeah. So this special program, they air Christmas Eve, 3 p.m. in Sweden. One of the legendary narrators of the show said in 1992 that he planned to pre-record his hosting segments so he could spend Christmas with his family. Doesn't that sound nice? But he backed down because there was a whole lot of criticism for breaking the tradition of hosting it live. Poor guy. In a 2007 interview, he quipped that hosting the special had affected his personal life stating that he had three divorces as a result of it. Don't mess with Donald Duck in Sweden. So, this will help you get into the festive mood of being Swedish and on Christmas Eve. Here's a little bit of Donald Duck in Swedish. Not actually seasonal, this particular one, but does it even matter? No, I'm not even going to explain the action. I'm just going to... Here's Donald Duck in Swedish. Here we go. you in the Christmas spirit of being Swedish? Yes. So, poor Donald Duck. Poor Donald Duck. Yeah, that's Donald Duck in Swedish. You know, you don't hear that on just any radio station, so that's why you're here, aren't you? I hope you're still tuned in. But, uh, yes, every Christmas Eve at 3 p.m., Sweden, much of Sweden, stops everything and watches Donald Duck and other Disneyland folks. And uh, yeah, it's very exciting. Now, this is a little bit more Icelandic news for you. You may recall in our last episode that the Yule Lads of Iceland had started arriving on December 12th, and they're still coming. The Yule Lads from Icelandic folklore are portrayed as mischievous pranksters, 
They put rewards or punishments into shoes placed by children on windowsills. During the last 13 nights of Yule, every night one Yule lad visits each child, leaving gifts or rotting potatoes, depending on the child's behavior throughout the year. So to say, so does he, so what do you say? Today is December 20th, and the sausage swiper has arrived. He hides in the rafters, and he snatches sausages that are being smoked. Tomorrow we'll see the window peeper. Hmm. This is a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal. These are great role models for kids. On Saturday the 22nd, the doorway sniffer will arrive. He has an abnormally large nose. Some would even say it glows. No, that's something else. He has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate laufabrod, or leaf bread, which is a traditional Christmas bread in Iceland. On Sunday the 23rd, Meat Hook will show up. He uses a hook to steal meat. I would love Meat Hook to come down the chimney for a change, wouldn't you? And finally, on Christmas Eve comes the Candle Stealer. He follows children in order to steal their candles, which were once made of tallow and thus edible. It's all about the food, you know. The Yule lads will start leaving one by one on Christmas Day, starting with the sheep coat Claude, who harasses sheep. And they won't all be gone until January 6th, which just happens to be Epiphany. Epiphany, huh? We need to adopt more Icelandic traditions, don't you think? Let's take a moment to celebrate Donald Duck once more. The Kinks have a special uh, clandestine Christmas song all about Donald Duck clandestinely.
God Save Donald Duck. It's something they intone often in Britain at official ceremonies. God Save Donald Duck. Very British. And uh, uh, Swedish. It's the Kinks. That is the Kinks Village Green Preservation Society. And Donald Duck is a Christmas tradition, a Christmas Eve tradition in Sweden. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. This is a Food About Show. And in about 15 minutes, our wolf will help us to face the music with wonderful songs from years that end in eight. An hour of wonderful stuff. I can't wait to find out what he's going to do. At eight o'clock, it's Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Pop with a special holiday show from Sasha Delmonico. In the meantime, we're looking at Christmas traditions in different parts of the world. We're going to go now to Jamaica. So I've heard a couple of Christmas tunes. Actually, there's an entire wonderful Christmas CD called Reggae Christmas from Studio One, from the legendary Studio One studios in Jamaica. And I noticed a number of the songs feature rice and peas, and I wondered... What's that about? So I went to a website I found called UncommonCaribbean.com, and a fellow named Steve, that's how he labels himself, Steve, has this to say. There are many great flavors of the holiday season in Jamaica, but arguably none is more cherished than gungo peas. The hearty legumes ripen just in time for the Christmas period, providing a sure sign of the gift-giving, fates, and fun soon to come. Typically prepared with rice... Or in a soup with ham, gungo peas are a staple of Christmas meals in Jamaica. He has a recipe for gungo peas and rice. The ingredients are two cups of gungo peas, two cups of rice, two cups of coconut milk, one minced onion, one chopped hot pepper, two tablespoons of vegetable oil, salt and pepper to taste, and four cups of water. That's followed by the directions on the website. You can go to UncommonCaribbean.com and look for gungo peas and rice and find that. He then recommends going stronger with the pepper, maybe even adding a little cuchella, which is a kind of very spicy chutney from Trinidad. The writer goes on to say that outside of Jamaica, the gungo peas are called pigeon peas. He talks about growing up in St. Croix as a kid, plucking them right off the bushes and eating them raw. I can also add they're sometimes called red gram or tropical green pea. In Latin America, they're called chicharo. In Ecuador, arveja. A dish made of rice and green pigeon peas called moro de guandules is a traditional food in the Dominican Republican, Dominican Republic. In the Igbo language of Nigeria, they're called fio fio, the, pe- the peas are. There have been archaeological findings of pigeon pea dating back to 3,400 years in India. Okay, now I'm hungry. So here's a fine version of Jingle Bells that does not mention Jingle Bells at all by Jamaica's Tennessee Brown and the Silvertones. Get ready for those rice and peas. Ready?
Thank you to Tennessee Brown and the Silver Tones of Jamaica with their version of Jingle Bells, featuring gungo peas and rice in the song. I really am hungry now. I'm not. Wasn't kidding about that. It's ten to seven, and it's WCBN FM Ann Arbor. We're also at WCBN.org, and you can see the songs I've played so far at WCBN.org. Go find the playlist there, and you can also see what shows we air every week. And you can just look at stuff on the website. Look at stuff. You can, if you're driving in a car and you want to stream later, you can stream from WCBN.org. In the meantime, I wanted to let you know about a free breakfast for the community in Ypsilanti that is coming up on Saturday. The Wobbly Breakfast at the Ipsy Gathering Space, which is uh, at Riverside Arts Center in Ipsy on Huron Street. The Wobbly Breakfast says the folks, join us for our monthly free breakfast with other members of the community. There will be vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options. All are welcome. Wobbly Breakfast is a free volunteer-run breakfast that supports members of the community and brings relief to food-insecure individuals and families. It fills the gap in food availability because there's a shortage of free meals in the area on Saturday mornings in Ipsy, and it provides space for building relationships. And again, this Ipsy gathering space is between the two galleries inside the Riverside Arts Center. Look for the doors by the elevator. So the Wobbly Breakfast, this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Riverside Arts Center. Free breakfast for the community in Ipsy. Some other things going on that might put you in a Christmas spirit other than giving to folks and being able to feed folks who need it. There will be a winter solstice dance party in Ipsy tomorrow featuring, you know, actually I had the information right here. It's uh, Rita Music playing uh, brass music of the Balkans, I believe, with Bicini Bia Congo, an evening of dancing and music. So it, it looks quite multicultural and fun. That is at Ziggy's in Ypsilanti tomorrow, Friday at 9 p.m. Ziggy's is right on Michigan Avenue in downtown Ipsy. So that's some of the things that are going on right now. What's going on in the studio now is some Christmas traditions from around the world. Here we're going to go to England now to the Goons featuring Mr. Peter Sellers, Spike Milligan, and Harry Seacombe. This, I believe, dates from the 1950s. I had the date a moment ago, but never mind. It's timeless. Here we go. Meanwhile, the portion of the pudding destined for the Antarctic base was on board the Theron, going full steam ahead over the ice floes. Oh, Gad, what a night. Nothing but sleep. I tell you what. I tell you, it's hell out there. Actually, it's a little bit colder. Oh! Keep your chin up, Major. Why? It's in the soup. I'm sorry, I thought my beard was on fire. Land ahead! Hear that? <laughs> They've sighted the Filcher Ice Shelf. Gad, in a few days we'll be at the base with the pudding. What a thrill it will be. I can see Dr. Fuchs' face now. You've got damn good eyesight, that's Thank all you. I can do. <laughs> Brip! Prepare to unload pudding, dogs, and sled. Seven months later. Oh, oh Shigun, what's the time? I can't tell you until it gets dark. Why not? My watch has got a luminous dial. Curse 
We shall have to wait till nightfall before we know it's late. Who, who cares about things like that? When we've, when we've run out of food. We've still got the Christmas pudding. Let us eat that. What? You touch that bird knock and I'll... I'll drop you in your tracks. Oh! Uh-huh. That's for the boys at the Antarctic base. But if we don't eat it, we won't have the strength to pull it. At the back of my legs, I knew he was right. <laughs> All right, Bloodlock. But we'll, we'll just have a thin quarter-ounce slice of pudding each. Can't I have a thick quarter-ounce slice? <laughs> no, but I'll meet you halfway. All right, I'll see you there, then. Forward! Give him a bendradin. Well, that made sense, didn't it? That, that were the goons, the goons, Harry Seacombe, Peter Sellers, and Spike Milligan, from, recorded uh, 1959 on December 24th. Wow, that's, it's getting late to be early for 1959. The goons, thank you for the goons at Christmas. Five to seven, so we better hurry up here, and i got to tell you, there's a street corner weed, not that kind. According to the Associated Press, a street corner weed decked out with Christmas lights and ornaments is sprouting holiday goodwill in Ohio. It's known as the Christmas weed in Toledo, not that kind. And it all started when one family decorated it with just a little tinsel and garland nearly two weeks ago. But the sad and scraggly weed has grown into something bigger. Others have added their own decorations and are leaving behind donations for the needy. The weed shoots out from the edge of a traffic island and is now covered in ornaments and surrounded by canned goods, blankets, and clothes. Actually, it has so many donations you can't really even see it. But you can try, if you went online to Christmas Weed Toledo, you might see what's around it and not the weed itself. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you, actually, for a really wonderful year. I love talking to you, sharing music with you. I love all of this stuff, and you are awesome. Thank you for supporting WCBN. Coming up at 7 in just a few minutes, it's Face the Music with Arwolf, but we cannot end the show without Joseph Spence. Santa Claus is coming to town. Everybody sing along. Please do. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Oh, you better get on your
7 o'clock. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name's R. Wolf, and I hope you feel good. I'm going to try and effect some kind of a an adjustment, hopefully a voluntary adjustment in your molecular structure, your entire psychological well-being is at stake here. That's why I came down here to play an hour of recordings um, predominantly from years ending in the numeral eight. I'm doing this because it's a fascinating way to sift through all of the evidence and also because we're observing the closing days and weeks of the year 2018. We'd like to open with a recording made 100 years ago in 1918 by clarinetist Wilbur Sweatman and his original jazz band. This is the old Dallas Blues and it should lead directly into some jug band music. We'll get the Memphis jug band in here, as well as, uh, oh my goodness, I'm looking down the list, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this dished out. Let's see where it takes us. 